This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. Eight minutes before seven, it is here on the Power Breakfast. So, business owners along the Val River say that sewerage contamination in the river is the root cause of the invasive plants that are threatening their livelihoods. An intensive effort led by businesses along the banks of the Val River has seen millions of rands poured into uh, poured into into the fight against the invasive water lettuce that has plagued the river since tw- December 2023. The rapid proliferation of water lettuce encouraged an, an urgent response from residents and entrepreneurs alike who recognize the severe threat it poses to both the local economy and the environment. Business on the banks of the river are most severely affected by this uh, uh, new uh, invasive plant that has hit them now. Let's find out more. I've got on the line the National Chair of the Federated Hospitality Association, um, and uh, Rosemary Kluter-Anderson. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Okay, so let's just talk about this um, invasive plant. I don't... Um, I was just uh, mentioning a little earlier on the show that I actually drove through Hartebi Sport Dam recently uh, over the weekend. Uh, and I've always been stunned at how this, I'm, I'm assuming, is this the same thing we're talking about? That pl- I don't know whether you've seen the one that is at uh, Hartebi Sport Dam. Yeah, the one at Hartebi Sport is Hyacinth. Okay, so okay. The so, one so it's not in, the same. Fact, okay. It's actually a different plant, but mm-hmm. just to complicate things slightly more, it actually also exists. If I can just give a bit of context. Mm. So, the Val River is almost 1,500 um, kilometers in extent. Mm. So the section that this is on is a very small section. It's actually under about 40 kilometers. So it's not a huge section. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why something can be done about it really quickly if the authorities do something. But it's not um, hyacinth, which is what you saw at Heart of Beersport. It's a, an, also an aquatic weed um, called water lettuce. And it's called water lettuce because it looks a bit like lettuce. Uh, maybe some people call it water cabbage. Mm. And it's arrived in South Africa um, over 100 years ago. And it was never a problem. It was people, um, the authorities were able to keep it under control. But for some reason, it's just really caught a bit of, um, a bit of zest this last summer. Mm. And it's just slightly under control. And that's why there's so much being done about it. Yeah, I mentioned there that it's uh, become a problem. It became a problem since December last year. What happened? Um, is there anything in particular that happened um, in that period that has led to the, pro- the the plant spreading in the way that it has? Well, it was first spotted in February. Well, put it this way: we contacted authorities in February 21 about this, and the authorities didn't do anything. We contacted them again, and in winter time, it basically dies down. Then in summer of 22, we contacted them again. And then in the summer of 23, we contacted them again. And then in around about January 24, that's when the authorities have started to look at actually assisting us. So I think what is really sad is that if something had been done in February 21, when we'd actually contacted the authorities, it was actually not a big problem at all. And there are several methods that could be used to actually address it. One of them is physically taking it out. Mm. Another one is introducing a little creature called weevils. And they've got a very boring diet. All they eat is water lettuce. 
Mm. So literally, they would just eat this aquatic weed and they wouldn't eat anything else. Um, mm. So, But anyway, the good news is it looks like the authorities now have caught a wake-up call and they're actually doing something about it. So, so um, that's what we hope will be happening shortly. You mentioned that uh, you know one of the options that have been tried is to try and actually <laughs> remove it, physically remove um, this uh, plant from the, from the water. I believe that... Uh, in February last year, was it about 1,623 tons of this water lettuce were removed from the river? How much of an undertaking is that? And then how long before it's back? Well, clearly it's back now. How long before it's back in there again? Yeah, it was actually this year that we actually took it out. And, oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, it's a huge undertaking. You need um, an excavator. We actually, um, one of the team members um, manufactured a special um, bucket to... Uh, designed just for water lettuce to take out. We then had like four, six cubic meter trucks, a big, a very big commercial operation, which was all self-funded because no one was doing anything about it yet. So that's why business came together and community came together. The Val River community is jealously, they love the Val River and they have no intention of allowing the Val River to become like other dams in South Africa mm. or other waterways, which are covered in some form of aquatic weed. Now, how? Uh, uh, what is the impact that it's had on um, you know on your businesses? I mean, the reason why you have now all um, come together. Well, I, I don't think it has impacted business yet, mm. but the reason we want to do something about it now is to prevent it from happening. Mm. If I can give you some context, mm. for many decades, um, there was actually a team, an authorities team that used to go up and down the Ball River barrage, particularly checking for any hyacinths or any aquatic weed or any mm. big logs in the river or anything. And it worked so well that in 2014, they actually removed the team because they felt there was nothing more for them to be done. But this is a bit like the rest of South Africa, preventative maintenance, Mm. which we just have not fully appreciated before. If there's not a problem, okay, don't put any money into something. Maintenance is such an important Mm. thing. And that's what we did so well here. And that's why the Val River system didn't have Mm. any aquatic weed, because it was maintained well. It was preventative maintenance. Mm. Anyway, the authorities are looking at putting that back in, in line again. And you asked the question, you know, about it affecting businesses. The important thing, the biggest problem we've got in South Africa is job creation, the lack of jobs. Mm. And I was just reading one of the recent manifestos um, that came out, one of the political parties, and they talk about jobs and government partnering with business with mm. regards to creating jobs. Mm. So the irony of the whole thing is that if all government did was provide basic services with regards to roads, with regards mm. to no sewer entering river or dam, mm. with regards to making sure that all of our rivers and dams don't have aquatic weed in them. Mm. We would be able to create so many more jobs because we would have more tourists. Mm. And the other thing, and I'm diverting slightly now, but also if our Department of Home Affairs allowed a welcoming visa system, like uh, many other countries around the world, we literally could create millions of mm. new jobs. And that's yeah. not by changing anything. We don't have to build anything. We've got everything in South Africa. Right. All we need to do is fix a few things. The, the water lettuce here, does it have any use? I mean, apart from the little creatures that you say you can introduce into the water to, that eats it up, is it uh, consumable by any other animals? Can it be used to feed other animals or whatever? It can be used as a fertilizer. Mm. Um, 
So that you definitely can. It can also be used as a mulch in compost. Mm. Um, so there definitely are use, uses. If you Google um, her, uh, like medicinal uses for water lettuce, you'll see that in quite a few other countries, they actually use it for medicinal purposes. Mm. Yeah. And uh, in terms of the water surface, what it's done, I mean, you say it's only 40 kilometers of the river that is actually affected and it just had to be the 40 kilometers that had to be just where there are businesses there. Is this water still navigable? I mean, I'm looking at a picture here uh, of a boat. I don't know whether boats can still move up and down the river with this weed there. Yes, that's why the authorities need to do something urgently before parts of it become not navigable. Um, That is why time is of essence. And we really hope that the authorities will come to the party because they really did let us down. We purposely contacted them in writing about it in February 21. So they really need to make up for the negligence that has happened over the last three years. Rosemary Kluter Anderson, National Chair of the Federated of the uh, Federal Hospitality Association. I want to thank you very much for your time. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. There you go. It is seven o'clock. You've been listening to a Power ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power nine eight seven dot or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.